Well, hello and welcome to episode number 46 of Virtual Team Dynamics, the All Fire podcast. My name is Francis Norman. I'm the founder and principal consultant here at All Fire. At All Fire, we specialise in helping you get the most from your virtual teams through helping you to understand how your team members communicate and interact. So on the podcast today, we're going to be talking about, about going native on overseas assignments. And as with all of our podcasts, there is an accompanying article on the All Fire website, so please do check it out for additional information. And while you're there, feel free to sign up for our regular newsletter, um, sign up for the podcast if you're not already a subscriber. There's a page on the website which guides you through all the different options as far as different platforms to sign up. And of course, find out about how we may be able to help you with your business. So, going native on overseas assignments, um, there's very little doubt that for many people the opportunities to live and work overseas, to experience essentially a subsidised lifestyle in another country can be a very attractive and very alluring proposition. It's something that a lot of people will at least want to try once during their professional careers, assuming that they work in an industry where such a, an opportunity is available. And for many people, it can become it can become their normal lifestyle. They will move either they'll move from place to place, or they'll find that uh, that they'll move to somewhere and they'll end up on a very long term overseas secondment of some description. Now, for most people, these opportunities are very exciting and very good for their careers and for most businesses they can be very good for the business itself but there is a dark and sort of a hidden backside to uh, to these things and that is that for some people there is a risk that uh, that it can become too attractive it can become something which starts to be the reason for them working rather than the, an opportunity that their work presents and it can start also to become quite destructive from business perspective. So the, the, the risks and opportunities as far as going native on overseas assignments are something that need to be well considered and well understood. Now some of the negatives on this, um, I've unfortunately I've been in a situation where I've worked in this position for quite a while and I've had colleagues who've who've got to the point where the overseas lifestyle for them was so attractive that they would compromise their health they would compromise their family relationships as well just to get off onto another onto another overseas project so typically to uh, before you would start one of these an employer will often request or require that the uh, that the personnel undertake a pre-start medical, and they make sure that they're healthy enough, and any underlying ailments are understood before they uh, before they depart. I've had a couple of colleagues who've purposely they've known they weren't well, and they've purposely um, worked to avoid having to take these medicals so that they could still get the opportunities to go away. 
Um, so that that's just one opportunity, if you like, one way in which people can start to become a bit uh, um, a bit counterproductive in the ways that they go. Um, others can be that people adapt their financial lifestyle to the financial rewards that they experience when they are on these overseas assignments. And that can then mean that when they are no longer experiencing those sorts of financial benefits, it can be very disturbing for those people to have to uh, to have to merge back into normal society and have to um, to readjust their financial situation so that they can essentially still be financially supporting themselves in their home environment. Um, on the communications front as well, people can start to hide when they go abroad. They can uh, they can try and spin out their their overseas jobs to make it uh, to make it more attractive for them, and so that they don't have to go back to the harsh realities of their normal life. So again, for some people, it can be it can be a bit of a problem that uh, that they that they will change and twist and. Um, what have you, their communications to try and encourage their employers to allow them to stay on. Now, it's not all bad, of course. I mean, there are many, many positives for both the individuals and for the business. For the individuals, they get to live and experience an entirely different culture. And they do it in a way which is completely different from either the traditional business trip, which might be a week or two weeks or even a little bit longer than that from time to time. And they also do it, of course, completely differently from visiting a country on a holiday. On a holiday, you get to go and see the nice places and you live in typically very pleasant places. Uh, you eat out nice meals every night. You you can often have a holiday where you really bring your home with you in as much as you stay in a hotel, which is similar to the hotels in your home country. You eat food, which is similar to you would normally eat. Whereas when you were on a, a lot of these expat placements, you don't have those opportunities. You're living in and amongst the community where you're working. You're eating food, which is the same food as the locals would eat. You're living very, very much um, the lifestyle or at least aspects of the lifestyle that the, that the natives in those countries would experience. And for many people, that is a huge privilege and it's something that they really enjoy and it's something that they will learn from and something they'll remember remember for the rest of their lives, not just their working lives. And when these expats return home, they can take all of that experience with them. They've built up a strong network, hopefully, of, of local contacts while they've been there. And they've also built up a much deeper understanding of the local culture, the local business methods and methodologies. And they're then a much more valuable or can be a more valuable member of their workforce in the company in which they work. They can also build very close ties to their host community and uh, and that can bring in other business opportunities from time to time for their employer as well. The fact that they have people embedded in these countries can mean that, that it's often seen as something very positive by the local um, business community and they will often look very, very much more favourably on a company that undertakes these sorts of uh, transfers than they would on a company that doesn't that that just stays with its home country and occasionally sends someone out for a visit so having these people embedded in the community can be a big big business positive for a lot of organizations um and these these passionate in employees 
they they become real ambassadors for your brand as well while they're there. So there's there's very very many positives to having these people. But again, just to go back, there are also some really sadly some unpleasant dark sides to these. Um, I've personally seen and I've heard stories of people going as far as as false reporting on the work that they've been doing to get to stay a bit longer. I've heard of people who will um, even sabotage projects. I've personally, thankfully, never experienced that. But people who will sabotage projects to make their project last longer and to uh, to hopefully get them the chance to stay out there longer as well. So there are good and bad sides as far as going native goes. Hopefully the good sides far, far, far outweigh the bad sides and uh, and this concept of going native can be a real positive for most businesses and for most people. But it's something that organisations and individuals need to be cognisant of all the way through a, uh, a secondment to make sure that they have the right people in the right places who are native enough that they can work effectively and efficiently where they've been placed but are not so native or are not so dependent on their native lifestyle and their expat lifestyle that they will resist uh, changes that may be better for the business but may, may well mean to a lifestyle change for those individuals. So hopefully you've enjoyed this episode and if you have, please do check us out at www.allfire.com.au and of course we'd love for you to, uh, firstly of course, to sign up for the podcast to keep up to date with what we're doing and what future episodes we have coming out. We'd love to get a little bit of feedback on, um, on any of the platforms where you can subscribe to podcasts, typically that would be iTunes. And of course, we just love to hear from you as, uh, as, as readers, listeners and potential clients. So thank you very much and speak to you next time. <laughs>